All right, here we go. It is time. It's We're only back been a few in weeks. The studio. We're actually back in the studio, and I gotta say, I'm kind of happy to be back here because I can tell that the sound is good. So feel free to. You mean it's better than being in a closet or sitting in a really echoey kitchen island? <laughs> Listen, sarcasm is not cool, man. It is cool. It is. Uh, you know what? I I've been thinking like since we started this podcast, mm-hmm. I saw I came across the picture where we flipped from flipped this big board from undo anxiety to better, and um, it's been it's been kind of a newsworthy shit show like ever since. I'm not I'm not blaming us. I'm just saying <laughs> that you know. It, you wonder, like in our in our lives, I think we have to get used to um, news being rough. Like there being something rough going on. You showed me something that somebody. Oh yeah, posted Kristen online. Bell. Yeah, Kristen Bell. What we do, do? Can you summarize what she posted? Um, she just had a sweet conversation with an uh, an elderly gentleman, a gentleman of a, of, a certain age of a certain age. Uh, and he's been through other pandemics, uh, maybe not pandemics, other diseases, other wars, polio, and, and um, yeah. So this was not as noteworthy to him. Well, and he was just saying, don't pay attention to the headlines. Don't be all about the headlines. The headlines are, they're so, you know, are, are typically... Never good news. <laughs> Almost never good news. Um, so he was, he's kind of like, make make your own headlines. You know, um, uh, like we had a lovely birthday dinner for John this weekend, and we went to uh, a beautiful... Uh, celebration of life. Celebration of life. Granted, um, it was a slightly uncomfortable because it was inside but we were masked and it was lovely and um and our really good friend's father roger there were some lovely stories and he was a lovely man um and we went to a graduation party um and so those are the headlines that you want to focus on what's going on in your life that is happy and joyful and connecting and life-giving without i might add being ignorant or closed to the headlines that aren't always that yes, happy yes. without we, ignoring the fact that there's a lot going on right out there. right right we don't we don't right we are cognizant of that we um i don't know that we just, we don't need to qualify that i don't think but we can and you did and that's good but uh it is uh you can spend a lot of time in fear and dread <laughs> and and not joy. So yeah, so so yeah, so we again had a lovely weekend of celebrations. Yes, right. Um we were we had we were, were super nervous going in about COVID and how that would all relate to some of them. Like in it seemed insane that we were doing some of the things. Um, but we were careful and did everything the right way and had some and, and some amazing times. 
You're, what's hello? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We, uh, I, I actually am thinking through, were we careful and did we do everything the right way? I, I think as a year and a half in, as well as one would expect, right? I mean, um, I think if this had been last summer or last April, we probably would have handled this weekend very differently than we handled it. And yet, um, I don't regret anything. I'm not worried about anything. I uh, stand by not wanting COVID. Um, I know that might be controversial, but I, I'm i not budging. No, I mean, that. we went to a, 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 a celebration of life that was inside, but we were masked. I was double masked. And we went to a graduation party that was outside and everyone was vaccinated. So, um, and then we just you know, did our best from there. And to be in the moment and to celebrate and to connect and laugh and um, enjoy our life moments. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking like it's a, it's a, it's a crazy time of year normally, right? Because here, we, here we're talking about a weekend where we celebrated beginnings, kind of celebrated endings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for so many people families, right? This is a beginning of a school year, the ending of a summer. Um, and and as with all of these things, there are unknowns floating out there. You pointed out a minute ago, oftentimes, when, always, I think, when we record the podcast, Julie goes over the last few we went over in order to not be repetitive and maybe hit on some themes or go back to something. And, um, and not long ago, I said, you know, here, let's talk about how to prepare your kids for another normal school year, how to get back to, you know, the new normal that feels a lot like a couple of years ago. And it turns out that might have been real wrong. You know, that yeah, was, no, you uh, were literally saying that was pre-Delta variant. It's going to uh, be, yeah, it's going to be regular and that's going to be a little weird for kids. And you were, you know, so, but that's just not the case. Thanks to the Delta variant, the confusion, fear, and awfulness continues. Well, and that's that's kind of the point is you can't... 2021-22. You still have to do all the things. Like I, I said to John, I, I'm not going to let this take me down. And I can actually hmm, get a little overwhelmed by variants. <laughs> uh, but you just can't stop living we get we have to go on we have to do the things that are uh that are responsible but it was so i just talked to the hostess eileen um it was max her son max's graduation party last night no god yeah last night wow now officially dr max collins dr dr max dr max's um one of our favorite people ever, and um, it's kind of cool that he's Dr. Max, and we're not even sure, let's be honest, what he is a doctor of. Computer things and artificial intelligence and Facebook. <laughs> Computers and technologically related Facebook. I know. He's going to... Max yeah. is a doctor of Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna. He has a bright, bright future. But it. But so last night was a an outdoor vaccinated though collection of many, many of their good friends, and it felt like family. And it's been a really, really long time. 
and it was it was joyful and healing in a way that they needed as a family and we all drafted off of and needed we all needed to it's been a long long time <laughs> so um hopefully and it's going to be a long long time yeah there's a there's a um it's an Elton John song <laughs> I was just going to mention another song. It's so funny because I, I, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking like, isn't it interesting how our our um, dialogue has shifted over time? And at the beginning of the pandemic, clearly our script, everybody's script was for sure, hey, do the right thing, mask up, stay at home, Keep away from people, period, the end. What's wrong with you if you don't do that, you awful piece of human garbage? And Whoa. Well, no, it's, literally it became like that, right? Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, became, then there was this massive political divide that drove the last year and a half, and now we're kind of back to this place where it's spreading again in a way that I think all of us would agree is kind of unpredictable as variants mutate and grow and become more clever in infecting us. And, um, and so it's, but it's interesting that we're not willing to go back to where we were. It's kind of like you learn, live and learn and you realize, okay, this is going to be with us for more than a year, more than a year and a half. We're, we can't just stay home now. You know what I mean? Like now we have to think of a different way to contain this. Well, I don't even know. I, 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 I literally, it's like week by week. But um, anyway, we, we were able to participate in some life this weekend. Um, and I'm grateful for that. <laughs> I don't know what next week looks like or next weekend looks like or whatever, but... Um, I'm not. But you, but you never I'm do. not going to get COVID, and I, but I still want to have life. I think that's a fair. <laughs> you you seem pretty steadfast about that, and that seems pretty fair. Well, and I do realize you can spend a lot of time tripping about it, and maybe, well, I don't know. There, there's there's not much it, utility to worry in and of itself. Right. Um, to p- prepare, to plan, to be ready, that's one thing. To be cautious and smart, that's another thing, too. Uh, to worry, I don't know if worry on the whole does a whole lot, other than it's it's a time thief. Right. So I, uh, I'm glad. I am really glad to be living in downtown Chicago most of the time where there's a mask mandate. Because I, I love just that piece being taken care of because that just feels like a nice um like we kind of have an edge there's no room it's not like up to whoever you know it's not up to any everyone's own discretion everyone's masked we live in a big building and everyone's masked in the elevators and in the common areas and all the stores and all the places so it feels like that that just feels like an, an extra layer of um protection and actually kind of connection honestly it's the weirdest thing you know, that i was thinking the same thing it, like it, it's not, it feels 
uh, like there's we've a got each other warmth to it, yep. right? I mean, yep. you know, like uh, and yeah, no, that that I I feel this degree of comfort too. I got on the elevator this morning, and um, there was a guy on there who was going, who was moving up to a different floor, and he he said, "Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I'm not. I took my mask off." And I'm like, "That's oh, fine," you know. But it was like. I thought it was really cool he acknowledged that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, sorry. And, you know, certainly if I had said, like, would you mind? Like, you know, he would have, in a heartbeat, put put his mask on, you know? And, like, and there is an element of connection in that. Oddly, our elevators are a point of a lot of connection for me. Um, You know, people are in there with dogs. Yeah. So between masks, dogs, food, you know, that people are bringing up to their places or bringing down. The whole thing is, like... um, there's a lot happening there. Yeah. All the comings and goings. Life. Yeah. What else? Um, well, I, I was thinking about Max starting. You know, I'm thinking about, you know, like how you always like beginnings of things. I and, love beginnings. And here, you know, like Max Max is launching into his career. Um, as a side note, Max's beautiful, awesome girlfriend, Becca, also is launching into um, a career yeah. that is uh, new and exciting. Um, She's moving to New York. So, you know, we're, we're kind and of... And working s- for Facebook, actually, like for some you can't, luxury... You can't tell everybody, what, right? That might be secret or something. Might have to edit that out. No, huh? no I don't know if it's secret. Hmm? But what working if she's looking, like at, she might be looking at everybody's stuff? What? She's looking at... Every, she might oh. be the person who looks at people's stuff. I think that's I her think job. I think she's going to be marketing and selling makeup, no, uh, no, designer I think fashion. <laughs> I think it's going to be Max and Becca Analytica, and they're going <laughs> to they're going to decide who they the next president is going to yep. be. <laughs> um, so anyway, you know, I'm excited for their beginnings, and, I, and you know, um, you know, George's generation, next generation, and and the generations of kids I work with, kids who are starting schools right now, kids who are heading off to college. I'm, I always get um, stoked. You know, like uh, at this time of year, like I have one child, but I get to f- get fire up for the start of school year to year. Last year being kind of a weird example, but um, you know, like. I can't wait to hear how this guy's doing at Iowa, how this girl's oh, yeah. doing it, you know, um, at Michigan, you know, like, you know, how this kid's doing at this little school over here, you know, like in... Are uh, all, do all the colleges have vaccination mandates? No, it's spotty. Um, oh. Yeah, so uh, I, I've mentioned here that I, um, a, a mom who um, listens to our podcast um, and has had a part of a career, a uh, very successful career, working in university administration stuff. Oh. Um, there is a, um, it's, it's, it's like a, um, a magazine just for their industry, right? That, that is the uh, Chronicle of Higher Education. And she sends me a daily update of, you know, and, and she's, she's been sending this to me for two years. And I'm so grateful to you. Thank you. And please keep them coming. But it does keep me apprised of how schools are handling these things. Um, it, it's so hard, man, like being a college administrator and trying to navigate this, trying to decide like, okay, 
we're going back and we're going to do classes full time in person. You know, um, some school some schools are doing that. Some schools are saying you have to be masked on campus uh, and in classrooms, but not outside. You know, um, a lot of schools are doing that, and okay. that feels like a common sense policy. Um, some schools are doing that and doing spacing in classrooms um, and in cafeterias. And that feels even smarter to me, right? You know, um, and a lot of them are already designating buildings that are going to be quarantines. So, you know, just just for contact trace kids, not, not necessarily for kids who have it, but for kids who um, were near kids who had it. Uh, so, so in a way, like, the good news for Wait, college. Wait, mean kids who were near kids who had it go into quarantine? Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you were like, you know, if know your roommate, if your roommate had it, or you know, no, this kid in your math class had, yeah, it, yeah, you know, yeah. like then you go and you stay in this other thing and you watch, you get on Zoom and you watch class and you don't miss anything. And if you never get sick, you never get sick. And two weeks later, you're back in class. Right. You don't skip a beat. So the point being. This is stuff that, you know, I remember what, reading this Chronicle of Higher Education a year ago. And you, the approach to this ran the gamut, but they were extremes. They were like not in the middle, like, you know, how can we do this best and create the best experience? It was either like nobody, everybody out, you know, everybody off campus, you know, and you stay home and watch your classes online or, you know, like, uh, we're going in full, you know, like Notre Dame, Duke, some class, some schools you would think notoriously would be good about this. Absolutely blew it at first. And then they had these explosions of kids with, you know, COVID and nothing to do with them. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, like they would just have to kind of lock down the whole place. Now, every school has some feel for, okay, we get it. We know what this is like. So we're going to create an experience. And I can already tell because I've, I've gotten photographs and videos and, you know, and so there's experiences of people are now carrying their stuff into the dorms and there's move-in days, like, and it's happening right now and people are wearing masks to do it and, but there's still like, you can tell that there are people laughing and crying and the whole, the thing is happening. You know what I mean? Like college is happening. Whereas, do you think um, it's more common that colleges, I thought I, thought I heard colleges were requiring vac their kids to be vaccinated. A lot of colleges are required. But a lot aren't? Um, some aren't. Some aren't. Right, right. That, and, but there, there are more and more of names of colleges that are requiring that, trickling in every single day. You know what I mean? Like, so um, as move-in day approaches, some colleges aren't there yet. Um, I, I, I suspect that they're going to require um, more and more. That, that and, and it could happen within a couple of weeks of yeah. school starting, right? You know, you get a little bump in COVID. And you're a dean or, you know, a president of a university and you might just decide like, okay, we're going to we're gonna have to shift our policy a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I hope that happens. And I hope that's not um, something that continues to be absurdly politicized. Wait, so are we, what are you hearing from your – you have a lot of kids that have left for school? Yeah. And what are you hearing from them? Um, they're cautiously, cautiously – Optimistic. Um, so there, there's a handful of kids I work with who are very excited. Um, but, but like last year's freshman class knew they were stepping into something weird. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like so 
Um, and last year's sophomores and juniors, some of them were, were like, mm, I might pass. Like gap yeah. year, community college year, something else. Um, there was a lot of that. So I think the vast majority of my kids who are college age and college inclined are college bound or they're on campus right now. You know, like, so it's happening. Um, and I think we're going to see uh, the same thing I'm used to seeing in a regular year. So that is um, really high expectations that things be awesome and amazing and socially smooth right away. Uh, and running into a little bit at, in the first couple of weeks, for those of you who have college-age kids, of, ooh, this is not quite what I expected. This is, you know, I, best years of my life, and I'm, I haven't met that many people yet, or I don't feel that connected, or I don't know if I love this. Like, I don't know if I love this place. I don't know if I love being away. I don't uh, like laying that on kids. It's, that it's terrible. The best years of their life. That's, I mean, I like setting an intention and I like optimism and beginnings <laughs> but I feel like a lot of I've heard, you can heard a lot of that. kids say that that feels there's a lot of pressure that comes with that that doesn't always work out there is a if, if you because you feel like you're mess you're you're doing it wrong if, you, if you're bummed right you know if you go to yourteenmag.com <laughs> your teen magazine um there's an article in there right now um that uh I happen to have a quote in, um, but it is about that very thing. It is about like effectively don't, don't tell your kids this is going to be the best time of their lives. You know, like don't over stoke them. Let them be realistic. You know, that, that, that you know making friends might be hard. This might take a minute. Um, this is going to be uh, academically, if not more challenging than what you've run into. It's you're you're definitely going to have to have way more. Um, uh, self-motivation. You're controlling your time. You know, you... You almost have too much time on your hands. Self -dis like well, self-discipline and organization. A lot of times, you know, in comparison to high school, you're way less scheduled. So it's really easy to just put... You, ha you might have class for one hour or two hours an entire day and have nothing else. So you have to really... You know, make sure you get shit done because it's easy to blow it off. And you got to structure up your time. You yeah. know, like that's I, that's what I'm working with kids on. I've been doing for the last couple of months is just talking about like, you know, especially freshmen. Like, you know, you're but even sophomores and juniors and seniors who have stumbled a little bit. It's like, you know, you have all this time and, um, you know, there's an inclination you know, when somebody, when it's nice out or when somebody's having a day drinking party or somebody's just saying like, hey, we're playing, we're tossing the Frisbee around for a while, you know, like to like, oh, what the hell? I don't have to be anywhere right now. Yeah, I'm down, you know, but then all of a sudden all your time gets swallowed up. Oh, these people are playing video games. You know what? I got to post something on Instagram today. I got to, you You're know, behind, like, and you get behind and, and, you, and you, you freak fall, out. Right, yeah. right, right. And, um, and some people rise to that occasion. Um, I wrote a piece recently about how our boys, in particular, seem to fare a little more poorly than some of our girls in this regard. Because girls, if they fall behind or they struggle socially, are willing to go talk to a friend, a roommate, an RA, a counselor on campus, an advisor. A teacher. A teacher, even, like... a professor, and say, you know, like, here's what I'm going through. I'm having a really hard time. Talk to their parents on the phone. Yeah. Work it through. Um, uh, 
this isn't true to a kid, but a lot of boys are way more inclined to feel a little bit ashamed of not making it work right away and kind of overestimating. As I was writing, I realized a lot of the guys I've worked with have overestimated the degree to which they're screwed. In other words, they miss a class or two. Oh, right. Or they find something kind of hard. And it's like, or, you know, they didn't hand in the paper a week ago and they're like, oh, man, I'm, it's over. I, I'm done. I'm toast. So instead of writing to the professor, uh, talking to your advisor, you know, talking to a counselor on campus or your parents, you just, you stop. You just stop. You stop. You, and you hole up and you isolate. And just, and, get, and just go and, down a hole, and it gets oh, worse God. and worse and worse. Right, and then the, and then you got the weed, and then you got the vaping, and then you got the you know drinking, <laughs> and you got video games, and you got porn, and all of a sudden that's your life. You know what I mean? And and um, that is um, unfortunately becoming a very 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 common story. So uh, for those of you with boys in that age group, keep in touch with your guys and make sure that. Um, they're not just telling you what you want to hear because they're really deft at that and damn, yep, they're yep, good yep, at it. Yep. They're good. Yeah, you know what? Uh, uh, the, my, my math class is a little tough, but everything else, so yeah, I think I have all A's and everything. And, you know, three weeks later, it's like my professors wouldn't know me in a lineup. Yeah, they you know, the <laughs> I've never seen my face. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how we got off on talking about college, but. Uh, here's the thing. We could talk about okay. for a minute. So um, Chicago has an air and water show. And, oh, yeah. um, and the Blue Angels uh, flew for the last three days, first day being practice, over the lakefront, right kind of in front of our apartment, which is kind of a really Yeah, that was, was so cool, fun. Very cool thing. Um, and, uh, and I – so you – to my surprise – I didn't know you'd be excited to see that. I, but Julie was like, she was like, you know, oh, my God, there's jets flying around. And you jumped out of the seat and you were like on the porch, like on the balcony, like watching for them. Um, and I don't know why I was surprised, but I was. Like, oh, my God, you know, like, it was so cool. I've always wanted to see I've never seen that show, but I, re, I, re, I remember practices and it was it was uh, streamlined. They only had the Blue Angels, which are amazing, but they usually have like old like really old big planes, like biplanes and cargo planes, and people jumping by. out of planes yeah. and wing walkers and stuff. But oh my god, I was standing on the balcony for a lot of. But then I was in the bed. The bedroom has floor to ceiling windows, um, and I was standing talking on the phone, and a jet flew right at me. Like I probably could have seen the guy's face. It was, it was amazing. That was so fun. So yeah, that very, was. It's a very Friday. They were practicing. Very nine eleven moment. And it started. Um, Whoops. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Too soon. <laughs> so was not. Um, but they, it started like with like one jet, and then there were two, and then three, and like, and they were just kind of like maneuvering. This was the practice day, and then it built to like six of them all flying together. But it was they would like kind of fly across and then split off, and someone would come right at our building, and it was so cool. Anyway. Yeah, and so, so they, they had it again today. So uh, I, I think it's amazing what they do. Um, my college roommate Pete um, was uh, in the Air Force, and he flew F-15s and 16s, and w- which is some of those planes we saw today. Um, and I did write him and say, "Oh, you did? Yeah, because I, I wrote him and said, Peter, 
if you did one of the things that I saw today, um, I, I, you know, my hat's off to you because that's some of those, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Wait, he flew a jet like that? Yeah. Because I was literally watching thinking, I would love to talk to one of those guys and like hear what that's like. I went, so I, I, my first roommate in Notre Dame was Pete, Pete Cullinan. Uh, I think Sergeant Major Pete Cullinan, Whoa. I think in the end of the Air, in the Air Force. Um, and uh, long time, um, I think soon to be retired, uh, United Airlines pilot. Uh, Peter was, uh, he flew F-15s and 16s. He was the real deal. Um, and, uh, and to see those and to think like, you know, the first thing I saw, I walked in um, to my dorm room and my roommate is standing there. Uh, this was a very Top Gun moment, by the way. Uh, Pete is wearing aviators. Oh, wow. It, it, like in the dorm room. And I think he's not wearing a shirt and he's singing Jeremiah Was a Bullfrog. Uh, <laughs> was he playing the guitar? Nope. Oh. Nope. He was singing along with, uh, with oh. the uh, cassette, I believe it was at that time. Um, but yeah, uh, I, 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 I was thinking about why I'm not that excited about the Aaron Water show. And um, part of it is that there are certain things that are set up that are death defying in a way, right? You know, like that's what this is, right? You get, get, you get five jets flying within a few feet of each other and it, the precision of it and the kind of athleticism of being able to to hold your body through the G's and focus and concentrate and soar and do all, and flip and do all the things in unison um, is crazy cool. I I, I am uh, in awe of that and um, and that that type of focus and concentration and discipline is something that blows me away. That said. Um, I, I can see I can see one of those things catching fire. I can see one wing clipping another wing and two planes going down into the water. Like for some reason I, I, I don't know if like, you know, having having lost family members in weird ways. <laughs> I feel like you either had a dream about a plane crash or saw one actually go down. So here's the connection that you're looking for. When I was in eighth grade, um, a plane crashed, a, a full plane. So I grew up, uh, as, the, as the crow flies, I, blew up, I grew up two miles from O'Hare Airport. Uh, at the time, the busiest airport in the world. And, um, and it, when I was in the eighth grade, we heard an explosion. I got home. Um, my dad was there. There was a couple blocks from our house, just on the other side of the Kennedy, but at Cumberland, a, a I think it was flight 183 crashed, went just a few hundred, maybe a few thousand feet, crashed, everybody died. Um, and I have, I only have one or two recurring dreams. And one of them is I see a plane spiraling down toward the ground. Wow. And then it disappears between behind the trees and the houses and I hear nothing, and I see nothing. And something about not seeing an explosion, not seeing the smoke, not hearing the screams is terrifying. It's a nightmare. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like, uh, I, I I think about like that inclination to do the death defying thing. Um, the guy who uh, climbed El Capitan, um, free solo, literally no ropes, no great nothing. movie, great movie, amazing movie. <laughs> um, all the way down to um, George's girlfriend Lauren wants to go to the amusement park. And um, which is not a death-defying thing, yeah. But it's still scary. It's <laughs> a still a left turn. But but you know, like no, I'm just thinking of you know stuff that's scary. All the way down to not getting vaccinated. Sorry. <laughs> maybe, maybe, probably that. I mean, right? You know, like um, it's not quite the rush that I think people are hoping for. It's but, death-defying. Right, right, right. <laughs> but but um, I realize how I I don't. I'm not interested in doing a death-defying thing, and um, and I don't really. I'm not interested in. I'm not that, it. not that yeah. interested in having other people do it either. I got you. You, you I know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I the idea of um, car racing uh, has always been um, dissonant to me because, in the end, you do get the impression that if you're what you're there for. I mean, because it's left turn, left turn, left turn, left yeah. turn, right? You know, it's the same thing, and then the guy wins, right? Yeah. But so the only interesting different thing that can happen is an accident, a crash, right? Yeah. You know, a, a crash, impact of a per, you know, like, I can't stand that somehow. Got it. I got it. It's part of my, it's part of my, um, you know, I'll tell you what part of the problem is right now. Yeah. Caffeine. Definitely <laughs> caffeine because I get hyperverbal. It's and not really now, having an effect on me. <laughs> Oh, it's kicking my butt. Sideways. Unlike the other night when John, we had a little birthday cake, and John made us all decaf Nespresso's, and I panicked. I was what we had a, to get up early for to drive a, an hour plus to our celebration of life slash funeral, um, and I was panicked because I felt wide awake, and I was certain that he had slipped me a, a caffeinated Nespresso. Julie. <laughs> but I mean, th- this caffeine is not having any effect on me, but that decaf, I was like, oh no, I'm not going to be able to go to the funeral because I'm not going to ever go to sleep. <laughs> uh, it's it's so it's so funny when Julie's awake. Not I know you're suffering because you hate not sleeping, but like I fall asleep that night and you know, so I, I like to read. I like to, I have a little book light. Well, you would say it's actually got like runway. Yeah, you could lights. L- land. You a could plane. land a plane by, by so my bright. book light. Speaking yeah. of planes, we're gonna, okay. It's a theme. It's a theme. Yep. So uh, and then so I read for a while. I close the book. I fall asleep, and um, and Julie has woken me up twice in the last few couple of weeks. I can't remember what you woke me up for like a week or two ago, but you. Were, oh, I was wide awake too. No, you woke me up and you were upset about something. You were. It was in crivets because I was wide awake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Julie wakes me up when she's awake. <laughs> it was the middle of the night and I was like, I was wide awake. Right, right. So this time. I had taken it like something CBD or something and I was like, oh my God, I, I think it's having a. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. So okay. this time you woke me up, just, just to complete the story, you woke me up and you're like, John, John. I'm still awake. I'm wide awake. It's like noon. I'm wide awake. And I, I uh, you, you gave me uh Are you sure that was decaffeinated? That was not decaf. Uh, Nespresso. 
I'm like, no, it was decaf. I know for sure. When I said there's no such thing, because and no, I... no, no, no. Then you, then I go back to sleep. <laughs> you're, you're like, okay, okay, good, good night. You know, kiss, good night. And then you know, I don't know how much time passes, but I'm sure you haven't blinked. And I'm back asleep. And then it's like, John, John. There's no such thing as decaf Nespresso. <laughs> no. What I meant was I like, really account for that. No, I I don't know. I don't know what I was after. I was panicked. And whenever I know I have to get up early, then it, it's just so much worse. But what I meant was I think there's decaf, but I think even decaf coffee has Caffeine, and I don't dr- usually drink those Nespresso's. And boy, were they! De- was it delicious? Fantastic! But I was like, oh no, I'm screwed. I am like wide awake. What's so funny to me is, and I'm never wide awake at night. No, like, but especially I like, always. When you've been waking me up lately, I'm wondering <laughs> like, what? And I, but this is probably a good time to ask. What do you want? What do you expect I'll be able to do for you? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just awake. That's it. I don't know, I was panicked. There's no tragedy to being awake. Well, the one time I took, like, the CBD or whatever, I, I was wondering if I could, t- if it was safe to take something else to go back to sleep because I'd taken CBD or some, I don't know. That, that, was, that, that was that time. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, what? Oh, that, that story is officially over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was not that interesting, was it? I don't even know. Okay. Uh, well, I wanted to circle back to this death-defying thing. Whoa. Oh, I, I really, we're in the middle of it. This was just a segue. This is how the stories go. Okay. Yeah, that was just All a right, right. Circle back to death-defying. Listen, you, you said you kind of wanted to start the podcast a little bit like some cross between Dax Shepard on Armchair Expert and Sebastian Maniscalco and his weird best friend, on their show, yeah. right? So this is part part of our it is like you know you just keep talking. I, I know, I, and I'm you got to circle back. You got to do. It's what we do. I'm doing the circle back. Here is what's happening. So I uh, I don't want to defy death. Just for just for the record, I find myself thinking about death when people are doing death defying things, which is less fun than just saying how cool that the planes are flying close together. I'm standing away from the edge of my balcony thinking, oh, you know what's going to happen? Everybody in the plane's going to be fine. I am going to get excited and roll over the top of my balcony and fall to my death. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and also we did jump off a mountain in Switzerland, and we were talking about that actually with George and Lauren, how kind of crazy that it was that we did that, how fun it was, how... George and I had zero, oddly, no hesitation, and we really didn't know that much about what the actual experience was going to be like, which we were kind of grateful for. We didn't. I thought you just kind of jumped and went do 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 down like you're, like like you jumped like a parachute, but you you fly. You stay up there and you fly and you cross the valley and you do tricks. And then um, Lauren was talking about maybe wanting to jump out of a plane. Yeah. And you said you'd do it. Listen, I'd only do it because I'm not going to not do it. That's the only reason. If we all do it, you're not going to not do it. Well, yeah. what, what, I mean, I'm never going to be that guy. Okay. And, you know, that's, that's, that's now become my problem. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like playing Monopoly. Uh, I will never choose to play it, but if everyone's playing, I'm not going to not play. 
I'd go back in two seconds and, and run and jump off that mountain again in I Switzerland. Would, I, and if you did it, jumping out I of a plane, that's, that is, I don't know, man. That's a whole other, just what you, what you have to see. You know, this, the parasailing, or what was it? Is that what you call it? Parasailing yeah. or whatever. Not like behind a boat. You were jumping off a mountain, and you are way, way, way up in the sky. But you Thousands start off up in the on sky. a grassy hill, and you just run. <laughs> but jumping out of a plane, you open up a door that you get sucked out of, and you basically have to look down. And then you know how small, how far you are and how small you are. And you didn't know that going into this jump off a mountain. Well, okay. Here's, here's, so I don't here, know if I could do it. Here's the thing about jumping out of a plane um, is... Oh, I was trying to think of who told me this story. It was um, former WGN radio host Amy Guth. Oh, yeah. There's a name we haven't talked about in a long time. Hey, um, Amy. Amy Guth. Hi, Amy Guth, if you're listening. Um, she jumped out of a plane a few years ago. And, um, and I was on her radio show the week after that. And she said she, she had carried anxiety with her her entire life, and she, in the time since jumping out of the plane, and, and I'd seen her several times in the ensuing years, um, the anxiety dissipated, gone, like kind of gone, like I'm kind of, I have no fear in me. I jumped out of an airplane, I'm fine. I Our friend Marcy Dunn had a, I wouldn't, I don't know that she has anxiety, but she, she said it changed her life. So, in a good way. Like, so there's that. You like, know what I mean? Like she felt um, not bulletproof. That's just kind of invincible. Like and 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 it really really changed her. I think she jumped out of the plane with her mom. Maybe that was the second time for her 80th, her mom's 80th birthday or something. Uh, I think it's um, an interesting thing to do. It's but but I don't I don't want to die a weird way I don't want to die on purpose or like so we watched this movie Free Solo and it's got me twisted up a little bit it really does um, because oh that we had watched that that night that I woke up in the middle of the night and Chad actually thought that might have had something to do with it it was because it's so he said he I was up for three hours he had after watching that it, movie is it tachycardia he said he was. Uh, he his heart was racing for a long time after watching that movie, so that might have had something to do with it too. Effectively, and this is not a spoiler, the movie is about a guy who free climbs um, El Capitan, three thousand foot mountain. It's um, like a rock. It's a sheer ledge. rock face, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's a sheer rock face, and he has to find the little imperfections in the glass that it is. He climbs it with his fingies and his toes, oh, it's, and it, he it, has it's, no ropes. It's absolutely. Madness, and you know, and and as as the movie goes on, they talk about other people who have done this, and virtually every name is somebody who has died falling off a mountain. And you know, um, and one guy says, "True, cavalierly, well, if you're always if you're always looking for the edge, eventually you find it." And he also said it's like an Olympic sport where you either win the gold medal or you die. <laughs> yep, and so. You know, that, as impressed as I am with the feet, I am not doing that. I don't want to die that way. I, I want to be old. That, that I, I think I, I don't know why I need to state this for the record, but I'm having it notarized. I 
I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going on purpose, and I don't want anybody else to. And um, there's always a reason to. So for anybody who ever feels that kind of darkness, there's always a reason to go on. Um, let's find it. Let's work together and find it. But um, I, I'm I'm kind of baffled by people who are willing to put themselves in positions like that. You know what I mean? Well, like, and and and. And this just makes me think, in a way, this last year plus, you know, I think it's all related. There's been times, or it, it, it COVID has made us feel like we're uh, getting together with friends might be death defying honestly like suddenly you know we could get sick and end up in in and in, in the hospital and die from this disease and so it's all it, it it's all kind of connected and i think that's what's really messed us up where it's it's going to a party in a backyard is somewhat somehow in the back of your mind potentially death defying Right? Seriously. Not, not potentially. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, 100%. And, and, and getting, getting, getting around that and, and processing that, um, you know, sitting, hugging a friend could be, uh, could cause you to get very sick and or die. And that has been really. It's in, mind bending. Yeah. It's mind bending and. Um, Upsetting. Overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a rich tapestry. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's I don't know. I, that was a weird um, connection. Path, no, but but, 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 but it's, no, but but it, but it's true. Like, um, no, I, I you know, you, there's been certain times where you're doing a regular thing and you're thinking, oh, this is crazy, like almost it's almost as crazy as jumping out of plane because I could get sick Cra- and crazier. or someone in this room jumping I out of a plane there, 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 there's there's all the, you know I could make someone sick I could the make likelihood someone... of dying jumping out of a plane is virtually nil right it, it, it really doesn't happen you know what I mean that because they're people are smart about it and they check and double check and triple check and the thing well it's in, not it's nil packed. but it doesn't happen very often doesn't right? happen well it doesn't happen I bet you're way more likely right now to die of COVID than you are of jumping out of a plane oh is it, yeah so this is a lovely it's all it all comes back to the big C. <laughs> Which is what? COVID <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm so angry about it. Yeah, it'd anyway. be good when it's just mm, uh, So we've we've we really felt like we had a wonderful weekend and hopefully defied death. death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's our punchline right there. Oh my god, it is. Yeah. Is there, a, is there a takeaway, Julie? What's the big takeaway? This is Julie's special moment. A minute, a one minute of takeaway with Julie. Uh, the takeaway to me is... It, when you cover your nose like that, you sound <laughs> super nasally up here. <laughs> up in here. You got to live your life. Enjoy life. I was... I oh, was, my God. No, 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 no. My, I, I was... I got... I don't think I said this on the podcast, but I, in the last couple of weeks, you know, things went downhill so fast and I got really stressed out, really, really, really stressed out. I, yes, I was talking about last week about COVID and, 
you know, going back to all that and going back to the, you know, looking at people like, where the F aren't you wearing a mask? And just, ugh. And, um, you know, I'm actually symptom, rather enjoying and that part. Symptom scanning and all that. And um, my mom, bless her heart, who's, you know, well into her 80s, you know, she's had some surgeries lately and some health issues. And, you know, and here I am telling her how stressed out I am. She was so sweet. And she said, honey, you really you just have to enjoy this time in your life. <laughs> and, and she's right. And all of us do. And that was so sweet of her to, you know, turn it around, you know, put her, her ailments aside and just really remind me of that. And, and I thanked and her. I said, th Mom, I said, thank you so much. Like, you're going through so much. And every time I really express to you that I'm stressed, you always, you know, have something really encouraging to say. And she, she was right. You know, I, I'm like this pacing around the apartment all in a tizzy. And she just said, honey, just enjoy your, enjoy your life. Yeah. That's the takeaway. No, I mean, it's, it's true. Is it, is it as easy as just deciding to do that? It's a good reminder. That's all I'll say. It's a good reminder. Yeah. I'm not going to say how easy or hard it is, but it's a good reminder. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So enjoy your lives, you guys. So, yeah, enjoy your life and, um, and your people and your, uh, yeah. And don't, don't do anything like overly death-defying. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just don't free dive. Don't free climb. Don't... Uh, if you can avoid being in the jets, you know, like just watch it. But you know what I mean? Don't, there's no need to do anything Hey, people crazy. can do that if they want. Listen, it's, a, it's about ex experience. Life is, you know, for them, experience is, you know, doing something thrilling like that. Which, and I, I, wanted, I wanted to do something thrilling. So we have to kind of think of what that is. Not bungee jumping. I wouldn't do that. I always picture the rope snapping. But maybe uh, zip lining, zip lining. And I do want to rent a boat somewhere. <laughs> I think I, I'd like to try stand-up. Oh, yeah. Something like that feels like, you know, that feels like the tightrope I want That's life force. Yeah. Any kind of, yeah, that's, 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 put, that's scary. Okay. In a good way. All right. So I'm brave. I'm brave, too. You're brave. I'm brave. You're brave. All right. That's the punchline. <laughs> that's, where, that, that's where we're headed the whole time. Um, okay, live your lives. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. We'll be back here soon. Yeah. We'll, now we're, we're, we renewed our lease on the studio. We're going to, yeah. Oh, we're going to. We haven't done it yet? Nope. Are we showing our TikTok. hand to the landlord too much? You know, like, no, they're well, the best. we'll see whether we want to. No, we're going to do a six-month lease. All right. All right. Bye. Love bye. you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>